This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. Bitcoin ATMs are hacked. And what does Justin Sun, Kendra Lust, Jake Paul, and Brian Armstrong all have in common? Well, spoiler alert, the SEC. That's coming up today in Web3. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Do me a big favor. We're trying to build something new so everybody can have daily Web3 news. Like, subscribe, share this, leave comments below. I'm trying to build something here starting from scratch, and you are helping out a lot. Thank you very much. So we heard yesterday that the Fed raised their rates 25 basis points. The Bank of England just did the same, 25 basis points, meaning globally, Feds, central banks are not taking their foot off the gas. They see inflation is a bigger problem than any banking systemic risk. We will see if the banks can stay afloat. Now, let's get into those headlines. Telegram users can now send USDT to wallets now hosted in Telegram. And this is going to be on the Tron network. Now, as we know, USDT operates on many different networks. You know, it's just a stable coin tethered to the U.S. dollar. But now in Telegram, you're going to be able to transfer it using the Tron network. Why Tron? I have no clue. I think that's a kind of a weird choice, but that's what's happening. Telegram is no stranger to crypto. Back in 2018, they did an ICO called TON, or the Telegram Open Network. This one, like all the other ICOs that were public and millions of people were trying to ape into it, this was only open to a certain number of professional investors. That's why they only had 171 investors. Now, if you take $1.7 billion into 171 investors, that's $10 million on average a piece. Today, you still can buy, sell, and trade TonCoin using Telegram, and it's operated by the Ton Foundation. Today is the day for ARB's airdrop, and Arbitrum daily transactions hit record high ahead of this token airdrop. Why? Because people are trying to get 
some free money for the most part. About 625,000 wallets are eligible for the airdrop, and they're going to be dropping around 1.275 billion tokens to the community. And like I said, a lot of people are starting to use Arbitrum's network ahead of the airdrop to make sure that they are qualifying for it. Daily active addresses are up from 80,000 on March 13th to over 200,000 yesterday. This airdrop is happening to get tokens in the hands of network supporters ahead of the Arbitrum DAO, and they're going to have the power to control key decisions at the core protocol level. So why is everybody feeling that this is a great opportunity to get some of these tokens? Well, because they have $3.69 billion locked up in their network, as well as Arbitrum holds 55% of the Ethereum Layer 2 market share. Hackers drain Bitcoin ATMs by using a zero-day vulnerability. So what is a zero-day vulnerability? Well, basically it's saying that the vulnerability always existed and the companies never found out about it. The hackers or the attackers or the exploiters found out it before they did. So that's the zero day. And since they just found out about it, there's no way for the company to make a patch or roll anything back or put up software updates. So therefore, it's a free-for-all for any malicious actor. So how did this hack go with these Bitcoin ATMs? All right, this is kind of funny. You're able to upload videos to these Bitcoin ATMs. And what the hacker found out is that you can also upload JavaScript. And that JavaScript had an exploit in it. And with that exploit, they were able to steal 56 Bitcoin or $1.5 million worth of Bitcoin. The company revealed that they've been auditing this system since 2021 and nobody ever found this exploit. Now you assume that because it's their fault, they would reimburse all the customers like that. However, that's not the case. The customers are on their own. And this is what pisses me off, to be honest with you, is that when big banks that cause systemic risk will fail, the depositors will get bailed out. But if it's FTX or Celsius or BlockFi or anything like this, nobody cares about the depositors and these people lose their money. We have tens of billions of dollars out there that are lost and people are still trying to claw back that little bit of money. Nobody cares unless it's a systemic risk. How do I know? Because I heard from Janet Yellen herself. Listen here where she tells Senator James Lanford that unless it's systemic, the Treasury, the government, the Biden administration doesn't care. Well, the deposits in every community bank in Oklahoma, regardless of their size, be fully insured now. A bank only gets that treatment if I, in consultation with the president, determine that the failure to protect uninsured depositors would create systemic risk. And that's proof that you're on your own unless you're too big to fail. Tron founder Justin Sun has been charged with security violations, and there has been a lot of celebrities that are facing charges for pumping Tron's tokens. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
Now, this is all alleged, obviously, but some of the things that they say here, if true, is very damning for everyone. So let's get the foundation of this before we move on. The SEC is suing Tron Foundation, BitTorrent, and Rainberry, the three companies owned by Justin Sun. And the lawsuit is claiming that these are unregistered securities and that Justin Sun manipulated them on the secondary market, as did his companies. And what allegedly Justin Sun did was reach out to a lot of celebrities to try to get them to promote this. People like Soldier Boy, Neo, Akon, Lindsay Lohan, Jake Paul, porn actress Kendra Lust. And the SEC alleges that Justin Sun himself explicitly told these celebrities not to mention that they're paying them to endorse these tokens. Now, some of these celebrities already agreed to pay $400,000 to the SEC to settle these charges. The other ones, it looks as though they're going to be in the lawsuit. Now, on the news of this lawsuit, Tron Token has dropped. Yesterday, it fell around 12%. As of today, it's down about 7 moving up a little bit, but we're going to have to see what the day holds for Tron. And finally, the gut punch to the industry. Coinbase received a Wells notice from the Securities and Exchange Commission alleging that the company's staking products constitute unregistered securities. The notice also mentions Coinbase Exchange and the Coinbase Wallet. So what is a Wells notice? A Wells notice is when the SEC finishes an investigation and presents a letter to an individual or a company saying that charges are going to follow. But I can tell you right now that the crypto community, the industry as a whole, is fired up and ready to stand behind Coinbase. Custodial bank founder and legend, Caitlin Long, said this. It should be crystal clear by now that the Biden administration wants all crypto, even if the largest parts of it run out of the United States. See also yesterday, White House's economic report, which dunked on all financial innovation while espousing the stability of traditional banks. Zero X Nash said this, I'm not a fan of Coinbase at all, but I support their fight against the SEC. After approving Coinbase's S1 filing two years ago, which references staking 56 times, they decided to hit him with a Wells notice now. Stifling innovation is not the move, especially in this economy. The chief legal officer of Coinbase wrote this also to illustrate Coinbase's consistent willingness to talk and communicate with the SEC. Over the past nine months, Coinbase has met with the SEC more than 30 times, sharing details of our business to build a path to registration. During this time, the SEC has given basically zero feedback on what to change or how to register. Instead, today, we receive a Wells notice. So in a nutshell, this is what Brian Armstrong and Coinbase has done. They have been transparent with the SEC, has been trying to have communication with the SEC, has asked the SEC for guidance for many, many different times and over the years. They did an S1 filing, which mentioned staking and their whole business plans, which got them on to be a publicly traded company. And still, the SEC is surprised, puts their hands up and goes, wait a minute, seems like you're unregistered securities. Doesn't make sense. They've been trying to communicate them their plans. And now all of a sudden, they're an unregistered security. Brian Armstrong, he wants to make sure everybody understands this. So he puts it in NFL terms. Imagine you got both football and soccer refs on the field, but we're actually playing pickleball. The refs can't actually agree on the rules of the new game. And one of them decides that they're gonna change a call by going back to April of 2021. Basically, everybody's playing a game that everybody should know the rules for. But instead of just following the rules and making decisions as they happen, they're gonna go back and try to change calls that happened years ago. Brian Armstrong tweeted this. The US needs to update its financial system. The code is 40 years old and the laws are 100 years old. Cryptocurrency is not a financial service. It's a technology that can be used to update financial services. Let's update the system. Adam Cochran tweeted in support. If Coinbase does indeed choose to fight the SEC as they said they will, I'm in. Moving all my purchases to Coinbase, moving all my trading to Coinbase and delegating to Coinbase staking nodes. If they go to bat for this industry, I vote with my wallet. On this news yesterday, Coinbase's stock closed down 8.16% and pre-trading, it's down 12.2%.
I for one am behind you, Coinbase. Now, let's take a look at those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 9.21 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin down 3.1%. It's in at $27,427. Ethereum is at $1,750, down 2.9%. Tether's number three, Binance, is at 223 down about a percent. And USDC's number five. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, Dogecoin, Matic, and Solana. Today's total market cap is down 1.6% at $1.16 trillion, a BTC dominance of 45.7 and an F dominance of 18.5. And that was our show today. Y'all, don't get discouraged. There's going to be fights along the way. I support 100% Coinbase. And I'm going to do so by using Coinbase, by hodling, and continue to make daily news and advocating for this innovation and this industry. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone. 